Welcome once again to Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. I am your host, Chris Levine, and I am so happy that you're here. Hey, have you ever heard of ASMR? That stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Most people just abbreviate it to ASMR. What this is, is it's when a sound of some sort be it a voice or some other kind of sound, creates a tingling sensation, and it almost feels like your mind is on complete autopilot. It's described as a pleasantly warm and tingling sensation that starts on the scalp and then moves down the neck and maybe even the spine. A genre of videos that are made to intend to induce ASMR have emerged. In fact, by this year on YouTube, it's been reported that 15 million of them have been published. Now, before we get into ASMR, I'd like to just do an immediate disclaimer. Many of the options on YouTube are girls that are whispering things that lonely guys want to hear. That's not what I'm making reference to in this podcast. The ASMR that I love is not in any way a sexual thing at all, and I'm not recommending this in this podcast in, in any way. I love the ones that just feel right because they feel right. They are not designed to excite. Oftentimes, they're not even designed at all. Some of these, for the record, they take me right to that place, that ASMR relaxed place, no question. Others, they don't. But I personally always remember having this feeling before I even knew anything about there being a name for it, especially as a kid, I would want that feeling to happen, even though I didn't know what it was. And, and now as an adult, I can still get there. If the atmosphere is right, different things can do this. If I'm sitting in a chair and getting a haircut, I can probably get ASMR. Soft-spoken people, especially with accents, that'll do it too. The most innocent and happy things. Once I remember coloring in a coloring book with our friend's little daughter, and, and I fully felt ASMR between her soft-spoken little voice and the sound of the crayons gently gliding across the pages. It was like my mind, which usually never stops going, took a cat nap. This is great. Now, this would be an example of what is referred to as unintentional ASMR. Now, I get that all the time from people who aren't necessarily trying to soothe me with their voices on purpose. They just do. Often, these are more effective in giving me that ASMR feeling than those who purposefully try to get me there. Here's a couple of examples. On YouTube, for instance, type in the words ASMR loop, the curtain lady. 
Now, someone has looped an hour of footage of a woman who absolutely loves curtains and walks you through her favorites in her favorite store. Yes, it's silly, and it will definitely make you smile. She is the manifestation of the perfect aunt to have in a family from back east. But with headphones, man, this puts me out. It puts me right into this ASMR experience. One of the videos that someone posted calls her the, quote, crazy curtain lady. And just for the record, I don't like that. This lady was not crazy. She was passionate. I mean, look, I, I have had love in my life, but I don't think anyone has ever loved me more than that woman loved those curtains. She was just awesome. Another example, the painter, Bob Ross. I mean, that's a total no-brainer. Between his voice and the sound of the brushes on the canvas, it's perfect. Now, this man was not making ASMR videos on purpose, but they totally work. Let me give you another example. For me personally, there's a gentleman on YouTube who makes videos. His name is Larry Graves. His YouTube name is Canadian Stud Muffin. I initially found this guy because of the taste in music that he has, since it's mainly a music channel. But there are times when his voice provides that ASMR feeling. And that's just his natural voice. He also seems like a legitimately nice guy, which is disarming, and that helps too. But you know what's funny is, ironically, the episode of his that I felt the most ASMR had absolutely nothing to do with music. It was like three years ago, and he was reviewing the food from a Chinese restaurant in Canada called the Golden Walk. I can't explain why, but that video, for whatever crazy reason, totally relaxed me when I heard it, and if I was to put it on now, it would totally relax me now. So let's change gears for a second. What is actually going on inside when we experience ASMR, if we do? Well, Scientific American has a cool piece on this called, Is ASMR Real or Just a Pseudoscience? It answers this question. I'm going to read it right to you. It says, the short answer seems to be yes. One 2018 study recorded participants' physiological responses while watching ASMR videos. There was a clear difference between those who self-identified as experiencing ASMR and those who didn't. Now, the group that did, they experienced reduced heart rates and increased skin conductance, which basically means a, a, a tiny increase in sweating. This is very interesting because the findings show that the ASMR experience was both calming shown by the reduced heart rate, and stimulating due to the perspiration. This makes ASMR a really interesting phenomenon. It's a different experience from just simple relaxation. In other words, ASMR, in a way where you keep your wits about you and you never lose control, takes you mentally to a peaceful atmosphere and your mind almost feels like it's being massaged. Now, many times, like I mentioned, it's simply the result of something you find soothing or gentle, like a voice. 
But I have found that repetition in music can create the same thing. For example, have you ever had a song on and it was very repetitive in nature, but in a good way? Did you find upon reflection that you listened and also sort of zoned out at the same time? Now, as a musician, this happens quite often if you're really into the music that you're playing. For example, when playing the drums, I found that on extended jams, it was very easy to completely enter the realm of feeling the music rather than just playing the music. It just sort of happened. The deeper the groove or the atmosphere got, the more intense that feeling. It felt almost like driving a familiar road and changing freeways without consciously doing it. You've done it so many times that you're not thinking about it and realizing you put no thought afterwards into changing freeways. You just instinctively did. It's kind of like that. In listening to music, this can happen too. In fact, sometimes music is almost hypnotic in its ability to make us listen without consciously listening. Think of repetitive music. And again, I mean that in a good way, not in kind of an annoying way, but really good repetitive music. It really doesn't matter what the genre is. Here's a couple of examples. The song Fool's Gold by the Stone Roses. Perfect example of this idea. If it's on and it has your attention, your mind will not notice that it's almost 10 minutes long. You'll fall into the vacuum of the vibe of the song by around minute number two. Then at the end, you're left wanting because essentially it will have pleasantly sung your mind to sleep and things will seem a bit too quiet. But it, in reality, it had been about 10 minutes. Sometimes it's only a little part of a song that does this. Think of Message in a Bottle by the Police or The End of Hey Jude by the Beatles. Your ears are hearing the methodical and melodic chants of sending out an SOS or the na-na-nas in Hey Jude to such an extent that they become there while not there. These passages permeate the room and you become immersed in the presence of the song instead of it just being a kind of a bobbing your head experience. Other times, it may have absolutely nothing to do with repetition. It's just whatever it is, it's relaxing and creates the tingles for some other reason. Sometimes high treble can do that. What I especially find interesting personally is that under almost no circumstances can I fall asleep to music. I've always been this way. It's like my conscious mind keeps listening no matter how tired I am. Now, television, on the other hand, no problem. I can sleep through a show with ease, but if music's involved, I'm paying attention on some level. But this relaxed ASMR feeling happens to me with music all the time while I'm awake. It, it almost feels similar to, let's say, the other senses. You walk past a bakery and you inhale the flavor of the freshly baked bread and pastries without actually eating them. It smells and feels incredible. You still get something out of it, even without tasting anything. Uh, music and the musical triggers relax my mind sometimes and almost completely shut my thought processes down while heightening my senses, but again, never to the point of putting me to sleep. 
I truly feel that listening to music on a record, on vinyl, actually takes this even further. I'm not a purist. If you have CDs or you listen digitally or whatever it is that you have, music's music. But there's something inherently soothing and warming and relaxing as well as sentimental, at least for me, about hearing the crackles of a record that make this feeling that much more present and intense. Now, some, though, as we mentioned, report never experiencing this phenomenon. And that's true. Not everyone does. The site medicaldaily.com tells us why. It says that scientists still aren't sure if ASMR can be taught. A prevailing theory is, theory is that ASMR is something that one develops over a lifetime of experiences. This probably explains why certain types of people are more susceptible to ASMR than others. But studies have shown that persons prone to ASMR are a little different sometimes from the rest. A study conducted in 2017 compared some 300 self-identified ASMR experiencers to an equal number who don't experience the sensation. And this is what it found. It found that ASMR participants got higher scores on openness to experience tests uh, than neither the non-experiencer or their general peers. It also says that ASMR participants also had higher scores describing those more likely to experience anxiety. And a lot of them seem to be a little more introverted too. This is my theory. I think that these ones, myself included, need it more. And so we get it. That's at least what I'm reading between the lines here. How about we close out this way? And for the record, I just want everybody to know that I purposefully do not alter my consciousness. I don't use substances other than medically, nor do I drink anything with the goal of it making me feel better. In other words, I'll enjoy the occasional drink, but not to run away from something. For me, ASMR has nothing to do with any of these things. It's completely different. It often just happens. When it does, I feel like a brief chance to regroup takes place. And it's just a natural physiological reaction to natural and often typical things. So it's not like a, you know, wow, man, far out thing for me. But, but it is a short break that maybe my mind knows I need when I need it. It actually forces me to relax, to calm down. And like I said, to regroup. And it can be something as simple as the sound of an air conditioner unit running. And honestly, for those of us whose minds rarely stop going, rarely turn off, that are constantly in thinking and overthinking mode, we love this because we need all the breaks that we can get. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist that drives our topic home musically. We have for you this time around a refresher podcast, ASMR Feels playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in refresher podcast dash ASMR Feels. Now, I wanted this playlist to feel soothing and feel atmospheric and otherworldly. So these 10 songs 
are not about ASMR per se, but they might give you a similar overall feeling of intrigue, relaxation, and calm. Uh, this is an extremely headphone-friendly list. That's how I recommend you listen to it. And remember, I didn't pick hits. That's not what this is about. It's about feels. So I hope these pieces of music relax your mind for a bit. Let's get into it. Track number one is probably from my favorite album by R.E.M. Uh, the album is called Automatic for the People. And the track is called Sweetness Follows. There, there is so much depth, understanding, sincerity, and atmosphere going on in this piece. It's a beautiful song. One of their most touching, for sure, at least to me. Number two is a song called Elvis Presley in America by U2 off of their Unforgettable Fire record that was released in late 1984. Back then, they could do no wrong for me. Um, I really am not that familiar with their current current music, uh, which I'm sure is fine. But uh, back then, and Joshua Tree and Octung Baby, uh, that, that was the ticket for me. When I was just the right age for all that. Now remember, this list is not about hits. Again, it's about feels. So since hearing this song, Elvis Presley in America, from when I was a kid, I thought it was so mellow and different, so I put it on this playlist. Number three is the Jimi Hendrix experience with the dreamlike track, One Rainy Wish. Number four is a soundtrack song. It's from a movie entitled Head by the Monkees, and it's the super pretty song called As We Go Along. I almost went with the Porpoise song off that record because that is still my all-time favorite Monkees song. I think it's incredible, but this one fits here just that much more perfectly, and it's a great song, so I put that here, As We Go Along by the Monkees. Number five, the incredible and beautiful song For Emily, Whenever I May Find Her by Simon and Garfunkel. Number six is a song called And So I Know by Stone Temple Pilots. Really nice song. If you haven't heard it, check it out. Number seven, Joni Mitchell and her super atmospheric song called Hegira. There was an album named that as well. Uh, Jocko Pastorius on the fretless bass just takes this music right over the top atmospherically. And I read that with the title, she was looking for a word that essentially meant running away with honor and found the word hijira. So, little background there. Number eight is the band The Verve from 1993 with the awesome song called Butterfly, really atmospheric, off of their A Storm in Heaven record. Number nine is the song The Number One Song in Heaven by Sparks. Even when it speeds up, this song is still dreamlike in its sonic presentation. I have loved this song since I was in elementary school. And number 10, we'll close with some prog. I love that I can put songs of different lengths and genres together, that this isn't a typical radio station format deal. So take your time with these. For example, this track is over 20 minutes long, but you can take your time. You don't have to be in a hurry. Enjoy it. It's extremely atmospheric. 
The song is entitled The Revealing Science of God, and it's by the band Yes, off their great Tales from Topographic Oceans record. Well, that is our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash ASMR feels. Got some nice news. Uh, in addition to the different countries that are listening to us and all the different states and cities and so forth in the United States, we'd like to welcome some new listeners to our little show. Our demographic report shows that in addition to all these places, we now have listeners in Woodland Hills, California. I know that place. Welcome to Refresher. We're so happy that you're here. Thank you so much for listening. Guys, I always say this and I always mean this. This show would simply not exist without you. So if you could all do me a favor and please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends, let people that you think might like it know about us. Feel free to make reference to this on your social media if you have it and if you're comfortable with it. And also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, if you would like, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. And if you're so inclined, that would be great. But I always say this, and I'm going to say this forever. If you can't make a donation or if you don't want to make a donation, it doesn't matter. Whether you do or whether you don't, just please feel free to listen to this program and enjoy it anytime as it is yours. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is entitled A Day Late, and it was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time.